What up, what up? The crew is back at you with fantasy news today. What? It's 316 day. What? What? We're going to be talking about some free agent signings. What? We're going to be talking about some pissed off quarterbacks. What? We're going to be talking about some players getting released. What? We're going to sprinkle in a Scott Hall tribute. What? And we're definitely going to be saying one thing the entire show. What? As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise, I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Oh, yeah. What up? What up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. What? What? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're so tuned in. Stone cold isms. You're tuned in. To fantasy news today, because it's the best damn podcast, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hell yeah. So make sure you count the amount of what's. Whoever counts the correct amount of what's what? at the end of the show, what? you're not going to get anything, but you will get a pat on the back. What? <laughs> Hess in the building. What up, bro? What up, Hess? Uh-oh, breaking news. My man Lee, he is all over the news, so I didn't even see this one yet. The Titans are releasing wide receiver Julio Jones. What? Oh, I said what? I said they ain't holding on to him. What? <laughs> I said they're letting him go. What? I said he's unable to stay on the team. What? I said he's hitting free agency. What? <laughs> the Titans, Julio Jones comes in. He's like, "Hey, are you guys gonna keep me?" <laughs> no way that that's gonna happen. Hey, he 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 stopped the Tennessee uh, uh. country music. I said he stopped to listen to some country music. He, he joined the Titans, had a cup of coffee. What? I said Java. What? I said I said two shots of espresso. What? And high ankle sprain. What? <laughs> what up, Robert? He said, get your smoke in since I got to leave for work soon. Let's smoke it up for the whole 420 crew. Hey, man. You got to get high and go to work. It's four minutes to 420 on the East Coast. We can go early. Let's get hey, it. Who doesn't get high and go to work? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's just saying that he has to leave the stream soon. To go to work, so let's get it in. <laughs> well, listen to this though. I fully expect. I, I live in a world where I think everybody's high, like especially people in high stress jobs. Hey, when I'm jumping on the plane, I swear to God, that motherfucker's high driving that shit. Oh yeah. I seen the movie with Denzel. I <laughs> what? I seen it. I said on the silver screen. What? I said DVD. What? I, Denzel. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
my man. I was watching. Uh, I was watching Stone Cold and the Undertaker go back and forth, and it was like he ran. Stone Cold ran out of things to say, and he was like, "Why does that say Dead Man Inc. on your shirt? What does it mean? You bought the farm? What? <laughs> Kick the box? What?" <laughs> Just like kept going about that as many Six times. Six feet below. Hey, so do you know? Do you know the story behind that? Like what? Wh- how he came up with the what thing? Derek, go kill it at the casino, bro. I'm sad I'm not in Vegas yet, though. We're not able to hang out, bro, but good luck. So you guys know ahead. that story though? I've heard I've heard the only the thing that I've heard is that he uh, it, it all kind of came up in a voicemail to Christian. Exactly. <laughs> voicemail to Christian. He just started going off and just like talking about all the shit he's gonna do, and going, what afterwards, and then like and then they just started doing it on the show and it stuck. It's crazy, too, because, like, there's certain guys you can almost say, and I mean, the Stone Colds, uh, the Rock, um, I mean, shit, Chris Jericho, you know, guys who could just hold these crowds in the palm of their hand. And oh, yeah, it's, anything they like say what? is gold. <laughs> I sit I sit in the palm of his hand. What? Five fingers. What? A palm. What? A thumb. What? This little piggy went to the market. What? <laughs> Two birds. <laughs> yeah, what up, David P? Said your ass better call somebody. Yeah. Wait, that's Road Dog. Yeah. <laughs> but we love it anyway. Hey, you know, Road Dog, hey, real quick on some Stone Cold isms. Uh, Road Dog, that that was him and Stone Cold. They were road, like pun intended, they were Road Dogs. They, they I thought it was him and badass Billy Gunn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my bad. That's what I meant. Yeah, they, he would travel with badass Billy Gunn, and and he'd be like, you know, Billy's a big some bitch, you know, and and uh, you know, we go out have some drinks, and I'd be like, hey, you're gonna drive, and he'd be opening, he'd be putting the key in the door, and I just come up and fall on the back. <laughs> like they, he would, they would fight, like he would always try to fuck up Billy Gunn all day. Oh yeah, because he was and, the youngster man, like to, to right. him anyways, and yeah, and then and cold, Billy, but if he would, if he allowed you to take the wheel, he had mad respect for you as a wheel. Yeah. And look at look at Billy is a big fucker. He's a big son bitch. So he can like, yeah, like six, he, and, and six, you know, seven. yeah, he, he's yeah. a bull, he's a literal bull rider. Like he was a competition bull rider growing up. So this guy can grab a hold of you and you ain't going nowhere. So he would always be like, Steve, stop, Steve. I'm gonna hurt you, Steve. And he'd be like, Oh, you hurt nobody. You hurt. And he's just fucking with him, right? And he'd be like, All right, I'm gonna let you go. You done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Then he let him go. Then he hit him again. <laughs> and then like, and then he said he took it all the way to the hotel room because they're sharing a, room, a motel room, right? And he said, so he says the moment he opens the door, he just bah, hits him, right? And he hits Billy Gunn into the door, and the motherfucker goes splinters. You know what I mean? And he said they're you know they're wrestling, tussling, they're rearranging furniture. You know what I mean? And then then it's all in good fun, and they leave. They go to the next state over, or not the next state, the next event, and he realizes he's like. God damn it, my gold chain. You know, the, the, the one that Brian Pillman gave him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they went back, and then, they, like, like they were moving furniture again. They just flipping everything over till they and they found that son of a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> Crazy bastards. What up, Antonio? Glad you made it on 316 Day, bro. Yeah. Hey, to, you know, the tradition for 316 Day, you, you got to either, like, flip people the double bird somewhere today, right? Just someone, just let them know. Hey, you know what I mean? Right in their face, too. You know, it's awesome. 316 day. Like right in their face. Like right like he used to do to Vince yeah. McMahon. Or, or, you know what I'm saying? 
I mean, I would say stomp a mud hole in someone's ass, but you don't want to go to jail, right? Uh, uh, maybe today, find, maybe, maybe get two beers, you know, we do the self cheers and, and, and pound those joints. You know what I mean? Or I, I, I thought about doing that for the show, but all I have are bottles and I didn't want to fucking break them. Yeah, I, I, I want to do that. I, I just, I would make such a mess. Like this needs to be like outside somewhere, like not around all this electrical. Listen, yeah, the bro. one time that I did that on the circle, and I fucking had the beer, and I went like that, dude. Yeah, just fucking beer everywhere. It was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like beer to go from the can to inside my stomach. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I like, sports talk with Jake in the building. What up? What up? Path of least resistance. Oh, and Robert throwing it out there. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Something that, your that's Bible. A new one, right? Is that a new one we got? I've had that. No, I've had okay. that. I just don't pull it out too often. Yeah, that, yeah that's a good one. I like that one. Uh, it, uh, Antonio said I flipped someone off today, but I forgot it was 316 day when I did. <laughs> just living it's the just life. Day for Antonio. It's just something in the air. <laughs> yeah. Even when you don't know, you know. <laughs> And Stu in the building, what up? He said, Bogart on the clock, WWF 11. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Now, how's about them Cowboys? You said you want me to make a pick. A selection. A designation. What? Maybe I send a trade out. What? Maybe I make them wait. What? Impatient. What? Then I make them wait some more. What? (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's get to some of this news. And uh, this isn't any official news, but it's just really funny. So it's what we're going to lead the show off with. It's Baker Mayfield getting all pissed off. He made an appearance on that uh, on that Stone Cold show that they had. I forget what the hell it was called. And they were like riding like electric, like uh, electric recliners and shit, electric lazy boys and crazy types of shit through the city of Cleveland. And after... The Browns had their little meeting with Watson. Baker pretty much like put a like a farewell like uh, message like on social media. It was really long. Yeah, he, he was it. thanking. He basically was thanking Cleveland and this. Hey, listen, man, that guy's in his feelings. You know what I mean? But he, for what is worth, well, hold on, he, let me finish. So yeah. he, whether Watson comes or not, he said he's already considering other offers. How is he considering offers? I have no idea. Do you think he has ties to Hollywood? I mean, he has more commercials than he has touchdowns. You know, that's probably what he means, that he has, like, he could be a talking head easily somewhere. I mean, you know Prime Video or Prime uh, 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 on Amazon, they're, they're, they're actively looking for somebody to pay big buku dollars to to call games on a Thursday night. You know what I mean? Yeah. It could end up being Marshawn Lynch. Like, we already heard that him and Amazon might have something going on. That would be insane. Could you imagine Baker Mayfield and Marshawn Lynch? Like He'd be like, hey, bro. Hey, bro, they pulling the stunt. He didn't see him come around the corner. Bam. Upside the head. He got Molly White, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Big BS. What up, bro? He said, I got to go to the El Segundo Stone Cold Brewery. That shit's dope. Hell, yeah. Hey, I lost my wallet in El Segundo one time. At the Stone Cold Brewery? Did you get pickpocketed there? No, it's not. It's, just, it's a uh, – that's a uh, Tribe Called Quest song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just – I always get multi-layers. I haven't seen it anywhere, but uh, I heard it's pretty good. 
Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not so much into beers. I'm just smoking. And if I drink, I'll just yeah. I'll get. I'll get, end up getting liquor. What up, Ron? Yeah. What up? What up? What tyrant? What, what do you think about Baker Mayfield? Um, you know, crying and showing his feelings. I, I mean, not physically crying, but everything that we're hearing. You know. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, show 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 us some more on the field, and maybe we'll have your back. You know, it's it's uh, it, you know. It ain't nothing to me. I think uh, it's interesting what what the Browns are doing. Um, the Browns could be going, um, you know, after I mean, just it's it's been. I mean, it's just a weird off season. Right Hold now. on, man. Hold on. I gotta say something, man. Baker is a bad motherfucker, bro. He's think- a bad motherfucker, but that system makes anybody look good. And if you ain't and and last year he was injured. Well, it doesn't make anyone look good. There's a lot of bad, bad looking quarterbacks. Uh, Okay, hold on. This system, the system's quarterback friendly. Right. System's Jimmy in that Jimmy G in that same type of system because it's the Kubiak system over there with Stefanski. You know what I'm saying? That shit is a Shanahan system. It's all the same shit. Not all the same, but you know all the new. It's little nuances that are different. I'm just saying though. That's why he wants to go elsewhere. I got, I got a question, though. Do you think, because he should have had a surgery when he first got hurt. He kept playing. He kept getting banged up, kept getting shit worse. Do you think this is him, like, getting off? They, listen, off man, they were six and – listen, you know why he didn't do that? When, going into week 12, they were six and five tied in a three-way tie with everyone in the division. That's also you know him I mean? looking out for the team and not himself. I mean, if he – you got to look at when he first gets injured. You know what I'm saying? Tell me what week that was. It was that week, like, five? I swear it was early. It had to be somewhere between week four he, and six. Well, here's sure. what happened. I know he got hurt in the game against Arizona, so that'll put us on a timeline. But that was the first injury because he hurt his shoulder. Then he then he really tore it, like, the following week. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, and it got, like, way worse. Yeah, and you know what? And who'd you, say, who'd you say it was against? It was against Arizona. That was the where he injured the shoulder the first time. So look, if he if he gets the surgery, right, that already puts the Browns in the driver's seat for his contract talks. So he tried to play it out. He bet on himself playing hurt. But that hurt has caused more. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That hurt has caused more. But, I mean, listen, not everybody's Kirk Cousins, bro, where they can put, put money up, like put, put a bet on themselves and not get hurt and then get yes. all the guaranteed money. Only Kirk Cousins does that. Arizona was week six. So there it was. So I, I, I hit it right on the head. He yep. got injured week six. Then, like, the following week, as when he tore it completely. Yeah. And then, and then that they was had that hit him versus Denver day. on Thursday night. Imagine that on a short on a short week on a Thursday night is when he really fucked himself up. Yeah, because then, then when was the game against the uh, – what game was it against – uh, it was against uh, the, the the Broncos when 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 Case Keenum started. Well, again, yeah. that was a Thursday night. Yeah, so that yeah. was the that was the week after Arizona. Okay, yeah. all right. So he here. Let me let me reverse this. He got hurt week five. Then in air against Arizona, that's when he tore his shit. So week five was the Chargers. Yep. Yeah, that game was crazy too. Remember that? Yep. Crazy, it, it was funny because we were making. Oh, yeah. I remember being on the show with you making fun of Baker because it's like, how does he have like the 300 yard outing? But 
It's like a big fantasy game, but everyone's partying except him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because right. <laughs> he's moving the ball and they punch it, they punch it in down there. That's frustrating if you're a quarterback and you know you're good because the system the system works in spite of the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like well, it's like a run. Steph, I mean, like Stephon Diggs uh, back in Minnesota when he was with Stefanski, he complained like shit because hey man, it's a run first <laughs> system. Half the time you're just taking off the top. So they can't stack the box on the run. Oh right? shit, we got we got some breaking news. Da, 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 da. Former Packers pass rusher Zendaria Smith signed a four-year 35 mil deal, max value of 50 mil with the Baltimore Ravens. So he went back to the Ravens. Wow. Cause hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually, correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I know Pre- Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith both came to Green Bay. In 2019, in free agency, right? But one of the Smiths came from Baltimore. Was it Zedarius? Yeah, that's yeah. He, he was yeah, he was he was fourth round 2015 draft in Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 15 to 18 is when. Yeah, he was he's there. Uh, 29 first years first old, draft. right? He's 29 years old. Hey, bro, he, this is great because they have zero pressure against opposing QBs. Right. Yeah. They had zero. They, they they lost Matt Judon and Matt Judon's a do it all, right? Yeah. And then he does it all. He knows. Let's go. Yeah. So I mean, gotta like this for the Ravens. I mean, their pass rush. They need it. They haven't had any in a while, and I mean that's another reason why their offense is stuck in their uh, their defense isn't really creating a bunch of turnovers, exactly. all that kind of shit, letting so, um, offenses extend drives left so and let's right. Up. Let's officially, let's just, I mean, we got this thing going now. Let's start running down some of these joints that we already know of, too, because today was a nice, interesting day as well. So I'll, I'll, I'm going with some of the, we'll go with the newer stuff first, okay. today, you know, but uh, some of the, the new stuff for uh, the Raiders. We got uh, uh, the Raiders picked up uh, Chandler, Jones. Uh, Chandler Jones. Yeah. That was a big time move for them. That is awesome. Yeah, I just saw that. That is a damn good move. I mean, yeah. like you're looking around your division, you got pass rushing motherfuckers outside of the Chiefs, though, because the Chiefs only got Frank Clark right now and Chris Jones. You know what I mean? Like as far as like guys who can come off the edge, because they do have Chris Jones coming off the edge at times. They don't just have him playing in you know uh, interior. You know what I mean? And now this move was right after they make a trade. With the Colts, so Ra- Raiders are they're doing some things. They trade Yannick yeah. Ngakwe over to the Colts, and they're receiving Rocky Sin. Wow, wow! So Ngakwe, I mean, he's, he's Ngakwe's in a really good spot here. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like I think he's going to be better on the Colts than he ever okay. would be with the Raiders. Now I don't. Now I don't like the Chandler Jones pickup as much because I thought I didn't. I wasn't aware of Ngakwe being traded away. I thought now you're about to have like a fearsome threesome. Pause. But I don't know how they would really all fit in, though, because, I mean, they're all edge rushers. Well, I mean, you still yeah, got but, right you know, but, but, but Chandler, jo- But Chandler Jones, he, he, could pay, he could play outside linebacker, too, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm saying, like, you know, he, he plays linebacker as well. He's not just coming off the edge. Yeah. I mean, I, I like this move for both teams because, yeah, I think Yannick's going to do a little bit better with the Colts than he did with the Raiders. He was all right with the Raiders, but for fantasy, he kind of sucked. He just wasn't getting to the QB a lot. And then Rocky Sin, I mean, he's not a shutdown corner, but he's like 10 times better than anybody they have over there right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that's fact. I mean, that ain't saying much, but yeah. 
Yeah, because there's no. That's all you gotta yeah. say. Yeah, that's all you gotta say is they got Rocky and Sink because he's already better than everyone they got. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, name, that's tell me saying. one Raiders corner right now. You can't. Yeah, do it. well, yeah, though, yeah. He's we don't know their names. He's a he's a number one QB on damn near any team. So I mean, he uh, he he really raises the uh, Raiders uh, secondary there. And here you go, Ronald. Here's another one, Hassan Reddick signing in Philly. That's gonna I be like that a lot. Him. I like that a lot. Philly, Philly's always somebody who who got who who got uh, pressure on opposing QBs, bro. Yeah. They, in that in that playoff game, they got spanked by the by the Buccaneers, but they still got to him five times. Mm-hmm. Man, five time champ. Five time. Five time. Five time. Booker T. Gotta love him too. Oh, yeah. He's also from Texas. Well, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, how about some weird news that happened today? So, on Monday, we hear that JD McKissick is going to be signing a two year deal with Buffalo. It's like seven or eight yeah. mil, something like that. And then today, we hear that he said, I didn't sign shit. I'm staying in Washington. He said, nothing official yet. <laughs> Just the tampering he, period. Hey, you know what? Maybe, it, it, first of all, if this is a poor way of thinking, they're going to be like, all right, we'll give you $8 million. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, for seven? No, so, no, so they said it's literally the exact same amount of money. No, I'm yeah. saying if this is J.D. McKissick's way of trying to get Buffalo to, like, negotiate, like, hey, uh, I'm yeah. staying. Oh, well, we'll give you $1 million more. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this it's not, it's not it's not a good plan, is all I'm saying for JD. So like thinking like JD, I, I don't understand the logic here because I feel like no matter which team he was on, he's gonna have a similar role. He's probably gonna be the third down yeah. guy, you know, he's gonna be the pass catching guy, not gonna get too much run, right. you know, maybe like a 30, 35 to 40 percent snap guy, you know, on his good games. But Buffalo is probably going to be competing for a Super Bowl, and Washington, who knows if they can even scratch the playoffs. <laughs> well, they ain't going to scratch the playoffs, uh, let alone make it through a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. Why would you give up a chance to go on Super cal- Super Bowl caliber team? And you know, I from as a fantasy guy, from I mean, a fantasy some people are different, man. See, he just he might not be in it for like in it for that. You think he? You think he just really hates moving that much? That where like he I mean, said yeah, he was gonna like, go, okay, and then he goes I'm... and looks at his house, and he's like, "Man, this is gonna be a lot of work." He might look. Maybe at he's home. got some real nice big shit in his house. He just doesn't want to move it. Out. <laughs> he might be the guy, or or he might got several future baby moms that that live in Washington. I mean, in D.C. You never know. But I mean, his he also might be the guy that just views football as a job. Like, yeah. Hey man, I like where I'm at. This is a good, you know. I, I like my, yeah. I like my spot. You know what I, mean? I can see that. I mean, I mean, from a personal perspective, maybe he he likes where he's at, and that's more important to him than you know from his career perspective. Which I yeah, understand. like I mean, like you know, like for for example, you know, careers in their veteran careers that are maybe like a little past their prime, right? You know, they they want to go to contenders late in their career, and they're willing to go for cheaper because they want to get a chance at a ring. Some people just want to get as much money as possible, like Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you this, though. I don't like it for for McKissick for fantasy, nor do I like it for Gibson for fantasy for him not going to the uh, Bills. Well, yeah. here's the thing. It's, I, I'm okay with it because I'm, I'm already not expecting Gibson to be a top five guy. You know what I mean? Without J.D. McKissick there, he it, it's – 
he at least had that potential that he could. Yeah, I don't think still, he'll be a top five I mean, guy, but, but he'll be have, a, a running back one at least instead of like maybe a running back two, high end RB two. I, I, I think he's a high end RB two. That's what I think he is. But without, yeah. but with with McKissick gone, he could be uh, scratching RB one. See, here's the thing, though: they played. You got to look at the snap counts. They'll have them on the field at the same time, and and McKissick's in the slot. McKissick is easily their 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 number two receiver outside of McLaurin, and, and and you know what I mean. Like that's just how that system is. So like he play he's a receiver converted to running back. So he probably like where he's at because he he has a, a a significant role. If he was to go to Buffalo, I assumed he would he would assume the Cole Beasley role because Cole Beasley played almost exclusively in the slot. You know what I mean. You can yep. easily slot, pun intended, slot in Jaden McKissick in that role. And then, like, there's enough pass volume that, it, first of all, it wouldn't have been fantasy viable to me if Jaden McKissick was in Buffalo. So if anybody that has Jaden McKissick and needs him in fantasy, it's probably you're probably better off that he's over here in Washington. What up, Alex Sizzle? What's going on, bro? He's hyped about Zendarius going to his Ravens. Sack beast. Hell yeah, he's a yeah. sack beast. And Antonio said, "I could see Julio signing with the Chiefs. I, I, that could be something. I mean, I mean yeah, he's I gonna mean, go on the cheap. Like, I mean, if they're releasing him, like he's gonna sign whatever the veteran minimum is. I'm sure that he. Can, I mean, he can sign for one year. New England. Oh, think whoever. Yeah, whoever, that's what I was thinking, Bowie. New England. Yeah. Because you know why New England's gonna New England's gonna want to make a splash signing that's not expensive and it's like later on like they're gonna wait till shit dies down you know what i mean i want to see julio go to like a sexy team though a team where he is like you know like green bay on top of a sunday like green bay that'd be fucking awesome yeah or like just overkill like sean mcveigh's already on the phone right now hello yeah hello is this julio yeah, that's where he's got to go. He's got to go somewhere like that. Shit. What about the Bengals? You know, like just get nah, crazy. That's not gonna work. work. That's not gonna happen. That, anything, that anything work. could work at this point because he's gonna be icing on the cake. You know, that's it. He's not gonna have a regular. No, I'm role. just saying though. Like, okay, it's like you, you just said. Hey, how about this? Even Buffalo works. Buffalo, yeah. the Chiefs, um, Arizona. These are teams that they run four wide receiver sets a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, you could have all those guys. The Bengals, the Bengals and the Rams, they don't do that that much. Three wide receiver sets. I think, what's that, 21 personnel? Am I saying that right? You know what I mean? I don't even know. The only one I know is 12 personnel is the only one. All the other ones, I still haven't even learned exactly. You know what's funny is I'm always it, it always clicks when we're in season. You know what I mean? And we're doing the work and we're watching the, the tapes and all the shit. You know what I mean? I like him for the Pats. I mean, I like I like what he would do on the Bills, but what that would do to Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis, I'm not a fan of. Yeah, it would suck. And Tino said maybe a Colt, potentially. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That could I mean, it's not an attractive spot right now as far as, like, being a receiver because you don't know who's going to throw you the ball yet. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, that team is a quarterback away. Like, right. that's one of those teams. The Colts, if they get, like, if they get Jameis, they're, they're lightweight in the, the playoff conversation, at least. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? David P throwing out the what? 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 Want to get some random what's just in the chat and make us pull it out? What? 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 I said, they said it's random? Hey, if they get Julio out, Jones. Out the blue. <clears throat> if the Colts pick up Julio and get, like, Jimmy G, though, you know. Uh, 
Well, there, you know, listen, man, that's probably what they should do, though. And listen, man, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go on a limb and say this: Julio is not a guy that anyone should ever feel like starting in fantasy. No, right? No, no he's, he's not. I don't think he's gonna be fantasy viable. He's a plug-in bi-week filler at best. Nah, not even. Don't even. Nah, I'm not even doing it. <laughs> no. I said at best. I use the qualifier. Bonus. Yeah, but that's break. see, what side of the fence are you on, Tyrant? <laughs> Yeah. Just, you hang on the fence too much. Draw the line. Julio, T- no one should fuck with him. And Tino said Julio isn't in a position to negotiate. Damn right. He's going to take what he can get. Yeah, that's why you'll end up with the New England Patriots because the New England Patriots are going to wait till all the death settles and be like, ha, give me that guy. You know what I mean? You think so? Yeah, so that'd be the exact opposite of what they did last year. Because last, see, year, last they like, year, though, they were like the uh, the. Um, yeah, no, but see, here's the thing, though. Last year, they intended on getting a QB. You know what I mean? They so getting once the free agency opened, they had to get all kind of weapons so they could test out whatever guy they had. You got to remember, they're trying to find someone to go life after Brady. You're not even saying someone to replace Brady because no one could do that. Like they they did the Cam Noon. All right, that didn't work. Now let's go go get as many weapons, little cheapy weapons too, whatever we can get, scrape them up. And look at, everyone's like, oh my god, they never pay money. They pay. It was all front loaded contracts, and half those guys are gone now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, this was smart, and then they well, got and they plus, got the you know, at least ever since Randy Moss, uh, the Patriots organization has uh, okay. Like the perfect example. How did they get Randy Moss? It took Randy Moss to be disgruntled round with pick. the Raiders. Exactly. Literally walking off the field in the middle of a game. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, let me get Randy a pop. Right. They want to get their wide receivers at a discount. It makes sense. Josh Gordon, they got him like fucking six years after that fucking 1,400 yard season because they were like, all right, ain't nobody want him. Right. Yeah. All right. You so, how I mean? about uh, speaking of guys, uh, teams getting rid of guys. How about the Browns releasing Austin Hooper? He was a complete failure over there from everything that they thought, and they franchise tag Njoku. So they bring yeah. over Hooper. Everyone thinks that Njoku's going to be left for dead, and Njoku's the one that they want, and Austin Hooper is out with that big-ass contract that he had. There's some cor- There's some correlations here. So one, Austin Hooper was drafted to the Falcons by Kyle Shanahan and them. He was part of that regime. Really big on Austin Hooper. Then the following year, Shanahan goes to the 49ers. So Hooper actually got – then they bring in Dirk Cutter about a few seasons later. Dirk Cutter always features the tight end, right? right? This goes all the way back to his time with the Buccaneers and even his time with with uh, with the Falcons beforehand under with Mike Smith. And they had Tony Gonzalez. like this. It's so, so Austin Hooper had a breakout year in 2019. Boom, he gets a bag in 2020 with Stefanski and the Browns because he's the guy that's gonna know the terminology. And then he but then they find out he can't block that good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he's a receiving tight end. That's about yeah. it. And uh he's just okay at that because he's not really the best route runner. Fuck no. No, what uh what you know um I mean, and they signed in Joker, which I don't think they're going to use him really as a, a traditional tight end, so to speak. Uh, but don't, they, don't they still have Harrison Bryant there? Or is that's he gone? why. That, but yeah. see, that's why they got rid of Austin Hooper. Harrison Bryant was a rookie in 2020, yeah. and that's the new regime. That's they. That's their yeah. guy. So you know what I mean? And they're like, okay, and no one wants Njoku either. They always been trying to trade him, but Njoku's actually decent in the blocking game. 
This is a team that runs some of the highest 12 personnel, and they even go third. I don't know if it's 13, called 13 personnel, but but three tight end sets, not just two. They do a lot of three tight end sets. So. And here you go. So Ron, Ronald's breaking it all down, too. He said bogey 12 means you're using two tight ends. Three, 13 means you're using three tight ends. See, so I just said that right. Yeah. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. It's just <laughs> well, I'm not in repetition right now. When we're in repetition of a year, bro, they can't stop us. All right, here's Learning your football we, terminology right here. So here's something that we got to talk about. We got to talk about this Deshaun Watson uh, sweepstakes because – I mean, we we say it looks like it's going to be the Saints. What? But then the Panthers what? are getting in the mix. What? What? The Browns took him out to dinner. What? What? Then he sat down with the Falcons. What? Now apparently the 49ers want some. What? what? It's getting ridiculous. 49ers just uh now the 40 the 49ers was fake news. That was it, a fugazi? Yeah, that yeah, it was it was a fugazi. It's I'll funny, tell you though, what, though, it's interesting though. The 49ers just uh, uh, restructured Kittle and who else? Uh, someone else's contract. Nah, don't don't buy don't don't read into that too much. It's just because we're we, we're going to end up not being able to trade Jimmy by four o'clock, so we're going to have to get under the cap. You know what I mean? I mean that makes sense, but still, like you know, that's going to get well once we do trade Jim, Jimmy. You know, it's going to give us some room. Uh, I don't I don't think we're going to go out to Watson though. I think yeah, I, don't, I don't think so either. That was just one of the ones that got brought up, so I had to throw it in there. I, I didn't think that Jimmy was going to get traded before today, anyways, because they said if he got traded before today, he has a no trade clause. So now, yeah. now they can trade him to whoever the hell they want, and it's not Jimmy doesn't have any say so in it because we're already seeing with Watson how everything's going to drag out a little bit longer because yeah. the teams are negotiating. Yeah. And then it's like Watson negotiating, you know, with those teams. And but, see, here's another thing. Certain teams are going to get antsy. So say Watson, mm-hmm. he, he keeps going on these dates, right? And I, uh, uh, my girl just told me an acronym for date is uh, Dick after, uh, uh, Dick after, uh, what is it? D-A-T, Dick after the evening. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anyways, right? You know you're going to get wined and dined. He's going to want it for as yeah. many free dinners as so he can. As he can he's get. going on his tour right now. And, like, every team that's that's interested, they're going to pay the toll, the three first rounds, this, that, and the third. What if he sat with the Saints and he was like, okay, well, what are you going to give them? Because the, the Houston, Texans are going to want players too. What if they talk about Kamara and he's like, oh, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, I don't think there, there's no way that like we talk about the Panthers and we talk about CMC, you know, like being involved in that trade. No way that's going to happen because why would Deshaun sign off yeah. on getting rid of the best player if they're really yeah, going to make any sense? Exactly. Yeah, and like there's there's certain teams like the Browns, right? If the Browns were able to sell him on their shit show of a of a historic franchise, right? Because historically they're a shit show, but this is one of this is a team that no one will probably say except me that they're a quarterback away. You know what no, I mean? Because we, we really thought like Baker was going to be that guy. Like that that team that they assembled. I mean, there's some who are going out on a, a limb saying they're going to be a Final Four. You know, team make it at least to the AFC Championship. I mean, they got right. one game away uh, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, yeah, they're they're and like and out. for what it's worth. See, the Browns, they can make a hefty offer because they have a franchise QB they can deal away. You know what I mean? Because then they could get Watson, 
then immediately go to the Colts and be like, here's Baker. You know what I mean? And then that fucks it up for Jimmy because then it may, may make like Winston be like, okay, I'll stay here with the Saints. And then like Sam Darnold, you know, maybe the, that would make Jimmy go to fucking Carolina. You know, like these are all, these pieces aren't going to start falling unless these teams get impatient and don't want to wait for the Watson shit. You know what I mean? And then that's where we might see Winston. I don't, yeah. I, I see, I see all the teams really being patient unless, unless the Watson thing drags out forever. I, mean, I have a hard time seeing well, that happen. It but. happens in what? Less than 60 days? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's at the end of April. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, like, that's pretty much it. Like, he exactly. has... That's your deadline. Yeah, he but, has... But he's, the ne- he's the next big big domino to fall. It's like, once that domino falls, we're going to see, like, four or five, you know, happen all back That'd be back. crazy shit if it waited till the draft day and he was, like, a draft day trade. Damn. I mean, he I could... Mean- he could make it linger. Like, just imagine, you know, him last year when this whole witch hunt is taking place. You know, all this bullshit being like one of the most ostracized guys in the NFL. And now everyone is just all over his nuts. Like, that must be like a really great feeling. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, you know, everybody in that in our thread, in the circle thread, they, they, they was talking about I'm tripping when I'm like, hey, teams like the Browns and the Falcons, don't be surprised if they become, they get in this conversation. You know what I mean? I mean, like, based on the Atlanta things, because that's his favorite team. You know that he's from Atlanta. He was a fucking ball boy for Atlanta. Like the hey. owners have known him since he was a kid. Like you know what I mean. Like he they could, could like they get rid of Matt Ryan somehow and like get rid no, of. No, but here's contract. the thing: they could build a lot around him. You wouldn't put Matt. You wouldn't send Matt Ryan in that trade either. That he's going straight to the Colts. The Colts are just waiting for whoever the fuck they can grab as a, as a, and plug in. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what I mean. No. If they get Watson, they have to be able to get rid of Ryan, or there's almost no point of getting Watson. I was yeah. with you on the the Brown speculation, but I have to admit, Bogey, I was I was skeptical about the Falcons, and I saw it come out of my goddamn Bogey. Bogey got that one right. Shit, gotta give you credit on that. I one. mean, it's just spe- it's just speculation, but I'm just saying, like, why, when I'm when you look at it from a football standpoint, if you have a no trade clause. You're gonna wanna you're gonna only agree to go somewhere where you feel like you can compete because the money is already there. You have a contract already that this team is gonna fulfill. So now you you get the you get the you're in the precarious position to go and you know we've never seen this. It's literally gotta be all around, they all agree. And whoever wants Watson's gonna gonna give them whatever they want. Watson just has to agree with it. You know what I mean? Because you're not drafting a Watson. I don't care. Fuck no. How many years you go? You have to hey, hey, look at this. A guy like wanna, Watson. Look at this. Ah, bogey in the Matrix. And Tino, oh. he said, I heard the 49ers are trying to get Saquon. I mean, that would be nuts. I don't know if they even need that because, like, I heard that a while ago, but I, I think that's kind of just went by the wayside. Yeah. But I mean, any, yeah, I don't think it's happening. It's just, the way that they roll, it's like you could just plug in almost any running back and any running back. We don't need to pay that much. Yeah. Yeah. For for, for Saquon, who's going to come at a much higher price than he might be worth considering coming off of injury. He didn't really blow it. I mean, he had some some sparks last season uh, from his comeback, but it's not quite like Adrian Peterson, you know? Yeah. And Ronald said, when will people learn not to draft running backs in the top 10 picks? I know because it's not, I mean, we're talking about the NFL draft at this point. And it's because you look at it, I mean, Saquon, one good year. I mean, Zeke had like two good years, you know, but Leonard Fournette, like he didn't even, he had like okay years for where he got drafted. 
you know, but it, he yeah, was much better than people gave him credit for. He was just been on shitty teams until he went to the or shitty team until he went to the Bucks, and, and then and then whoa, lo and behold, he plays well enough to you know get some attention. Yeah, I mean, it's probably some of the highest value that he's had in fantasy since oh, like, his, like first or second year, and it's because it was always getting hurt. But and who knows if that's just like getting hurt? Like I don't want to yeah. play for Jacksonville because they fucking right. suck. Right. I, I I admit that I am a, a Leonard Fournette apologist. I love the guy. I think he's a lot better than he gets credit for. Uh, you know, that's why I love when he went to the Bucks and what he was doing there. It's it's uh it's nice to see. I always I always liked him. I mean, he really got a bad rap for getting hurt. And uh I remember because it was him and Christian McCaffrey that came out the same year, right? Was it the same year? Or was it a year before? It was it was something like that. I swore that there were uh, I, I swore that they were rookies at the same time there, and I just I remember having both of them on the same team and getting them super late in a few leagues where what uh, year was that? What year? Um, I'm gonna let me see. What was he drafted? Oh, uh, who are the players? 2017 for Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. They, that the 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 2017 draft class was Kareem Hunt, yeah. Leonard Fournette, CMC. Yeah, you're right. Uh, CMC. Yeah, they were uh, in that. Uh, Joe Mixon, um, Aaron Jones. You know, there 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 was a group of motherfuckers from that class. Yeah, yeah. That was a good RB class, and I remember. Uh, I mean, CMC was uh, was a little bit lower than Leonard Fournette. Oh, oh. hey, how about this, Samaji P. Ryan? Uh, <laughs> Joe Mixon and Samaji P. Ryan getting drafted in the same class. <laughs> yeah. And then they, they both end up with the – I mean, he ended up with the Bengals. That's right. And Tino said, I want to say that Zeke's never ran under 100 yards. I mean, no, under 1,000 no, 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 yards. That's wrong. Yards. That's true? That's wrong. Maybe – unless you're talking all-purpose. and Because and, 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 look at 2019 yeah, – I mean, so 2020, he already had the down year. 2020, 2017, he's under 1,000. In 2021, he only rushes for 1,002, and it took that extra game. Yeah, I mean, but he's also he's also sharing the time, and, like, he played he played hurt. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you know, well, you know, he'd be better. He, you know, I mean, I, I, I can agree with that. Maybe he's a value in fantasy. I, I mean, those look- running backs, he's hitting that brick. He's hitting so- that wall. If Zeke was a stock, his stock has been down since his since after his rookie year because he's never had as good of a year as he's had in his rookie year. I mean, Zeke, Zeke, right. is, his stock lives and lives and dies with that offensive line. Exactly. They're, they're about to get rid of Lando Collins, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean they had they had a phenomenal offensive line. Uh, in the 2016 season, which uh, attributes to his uh, success as a rookie, I would say. Uh, you know, he had he had a couple good years in uh, 2018 and 2019. And then, yeah, it just it's been kind of dropping off since. Uh, but, yeah, if they shore that up, then, you know, he could have a little bit of a res- resurgence. Could be sneaky. I'm not taking him in, like, the first round or nothing. But, you know, he could be sneaky in, uh, you know, second or third round. Well, yeah, Tino. Tino said Zeke stocks down because uh, um, his age, year seven, uh, tough for RBs. Oh, yeah. I, I just mean, as far as like, if we're looking at all his stats on a chart, like it was always highest when he was a rookie and it's only been going down. Like since part, then, yeah. that, that's the tough part. Uh, he had the 15 touchdowns, you know, in the first year. Well, at least 15 rushing touchdowns. And 
catch double digits twice after that. Yeah. And now with 17 games, you know, it's going to be looking nicer. I mean, broke, he broke a thousand and got 10 touchdowns with. Okay, well, hey, you know how, you know, every time someone rides a bike the first time, they might not be the shit, but that second time they know exactly what to do better. And the second time around with a 17 week season, motherfuckers are going to really emphasize the timeshare of the running backs. There's not so many teams that have bell cows anyway. I swear there's not any. <laughs> I mean, Najee Harris, Derrick Henry, yeah. Joe Mixon, still, you know, and whoever, also whoever runs out of the Rams' backfield. These are we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to redefine what workhorse even is now. Hey, you how know? about this? Leonard Fournette was one. Yeah. Yeah, we're not seeing a lot of like 24, 25 touch running backs anymore. It's just yeah, so not it's, a thing. like I said, the second time around, the second time around doing a 17 week season, they're gonna know how to hang with it now. They're gonna yeah. be like, okay, a lot of teams are gonna adjust, like, all right, we need to we need to you know make sure our, our, our running horse our, our, our running our horse, what is it? Workhorses. Workhorse. Are they workhorse, yeah. What is there something? Well, else? plus Pollard's on his last year of his contract, they're gonna want to see what they can get out of him too. Yeah, like that's what's cr- I mean. Yeah. Fantasy football needs to, to catch up to the NFL because in fantasy football, most of the time the running backs are the most important position. But in the NFL, running backs are like the least important position on offense now and have the, the shortest lifespan. I think I think in fantasy it's just also because that's the most guaranteed when you look at the running back and you know what the you know, okay, this running back is gonna get me 18 touches. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's not that many guys that are going to get 18 touches in the game anymore, though. I mean, I mean it's going to be very, very few. Not like before, I mean, where maybe like half the league had guys like that. Now, maybe like 20% of the teams will maybe have an 18 touch guy a game per game. Well, that's why there's like, you know, five or six running backs you want to take early. And if you don't get one of them, wait. You know, there's no point like the zero, yeah, the zero RB truthers. I mean, it, it's it's easy to be right as a zero RB truther, because now there's more guys that are like the RB twos and threes. And it's really like, which one of those guys like really hit. If you hit right, you look like a genius. Yeah. I mean, you get one of the guys that are getting 20 plus touches, you know, that, like I said, it's like five or six guys. And then after that, you know, you may as well wait. Let's talk about the chargers. So we, we never really officially talked about the Khalil Mack trade, but them getting Khalil Mack for like, for nothing you know, a second round uh, this year and a, a sixth round next year. It's really just a contract dump, you know, for Chicago. And they got Herbert on the rookie deal, so they were able to do that. And then they go out and they sign J.C. Jackson, what pretty much the uh, the prize of the cornerback free agents, five years, 82, um, 82 and a half mil. Chargers yeah. are making some moves defensively. Oh, yeah. I love them. J.C. Jackson is, is a, a legit talent. Uh, you know, he – Played on the Patriots when, when uh, um, Gilmore. Yeah, sorry, I I I almost said Chandler Jones. Uh, yeah, Stephon Gilmore. Uh, you know when he was when he was out, he was still mentoring him and uh, was telling him how to handle and shut down some of these wide receivers. He definitely took his word. Went I, for look, it look at he and, didn't even even if even if Gilmore didn't teach him nothing, he was opposite of Gilmore for two years. You know what I mean? Because exactly because uh, the twenty twenty season. Uh, uh, he was he was riddled with injuries, so step up. So I don't count that. But see, look at this. He being opposite of Gilmore, you're gonna get targeted heavily Hell because yeah. you're opposite of Gilmore. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, he got a lot of playing, a lot of hours. Yeah. 
I mean, I think all, I think he averaged eight in his career so far. He's averaging eight picks a year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the Chargers issue has been and always will be like people staying healthy. So like right now, when it's all on paper, I mean, where do you guys really put the Chargers defense now with all their all their new additions? I I, I mean, they're they're a top five unit. Like I, I would say. In that division, arguably they're the best. They're the best uh, defense for sure. Actually, I'm not even gonna argue. They're the best division. Uh, in that division, they're the best defense. As I stutter like a bitch because I'm high. And I <laughs> and listen, my bad. Uh, I was in the matrix. Then I had I had to change one diaper. Well, Randy Gregory what? going to uh, to the Broncos might might uh, you know shift things that way. But uh, but no, I agree though. I, I, at this point, at least the Chargers' defense is the best in that division. Randy, I think Randy, they were Randy, underrated Randy, last year, and now they're just bolstering up this year. Dude, I love it. You have to. This is what you're supposed to do when you have a, like uh, like us. Hus just said when you have a, a rookie QB, you have to spend all the money while you can before you're going to have mm. to reset the market for this kid. Right. By the time he gets paid, it's going to be like seventy five million a year. For a oh, quarterback, yeah. you know right. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, what do they got? Maybe, uh, I mean, if they, I, I doubt they let it go to like the fifth year player option. Like maybe it's like, no. I mean, it's next it's, year. Third, third guys like that, all he has yeah, to do is get to the playoffs. He yeah. has to get into the playoffs and he's going to get paid. I mean, next year is fourth like, year. So yeah, it's got to happen next year. Yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't have to, but. Well, yeah, yeah. This year, after this year, you go a guy like him yeah. warrants it, though. Yeah, I mean, if because then you know what? If that's the case, it's like here's one thing you want as a franchise QB is you want your franchise to pay you like they like they don't ever want you to leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know especially I mean? him, like Herbert, like someone who grew up a fucking Chargers fan. Like you better not piss him off to where he wants to leave. Like. Hey, they they will always listen. He's like destined to be this team's quarterback for real. Like he wrote the shit in goddamn first grade or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, he's the best movie that they've ever had. I mean, Philip Rivers. I I feel like Philip Rivers was just good for the time, but you know, in this in this age of like the NFL, I mean, he's he's kind of just like middle of the road, you know. So you mean? So you mean he's not? He doesn't have his own lane. What? He he doesn't even have his own road. What? It's a one way. What? Maybe it's a freeway. What? He's in a slow lane. What? He's getting past. What? Pew. What? Pulled him over. <laughs> Driving under the influence. What? Had one beer. What? Two beers. What? Vodka. What? Whiskey. What? Cheeseburger. What? Double cheeseburger. <laughs> Animal style fries. <laughs> Chicken fried steak sandwich. Four bong hits. <laughs> Dude, I love yeah. to see Stone Cold fucking smoking weed. I would. I, that would be the funniest shit. Oh <laughs> smoking yeah. balls with Stone Cold. And goddamn blunt. <laughs> Hess, he says uh, top three D. We, we shall see if they can all stay healthy. I mean, they they got they got savages in New England phase of the D. New England's a hell of a defense. Let's see how they you know. Um, but it's predicated on them having a shutdown secondary. JC yeah. Jackson's a big part of that. So you know, interesting to see how they cover that. Maybe they fuck around and bring back Gilmore, bro. You know what I mean? If he if he if Gilmore you know does the the free agency tour and he doesn't get nobody to give him a big bag, yes. you know what right. I mean? 
this is such a new regime because Gilmore was there forever. I mean, Jackson was there for a handful of years. The like, McCordys are still there. Yeah, they still. Oh, both of them are just one. I thought it was just. I, I thought both. I thought both of them were still there. Now one of them left. Before oh, one of them went. Oh, he went to Tennessee or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Devin that stayed. I can't remember the other one. I think you're right. Devin was the was the OG too. Yeah, yeah he was one. there first, and they brought in Jason. Jason was go. withering. He was withering away with the Browns for years. Yeah, he was yeah, like, "Go yeah, get yeah. my brother, man." <laughs> save him, save for, him for real. Out. Get him about it. And then they <laughs> won the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl in 2018, man. Yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, awesome. he went to the Dolphins, Jason McCourty. Yeah, but okay. that makes sense because yep. Flores was there. there I go. bet you they bring him back now. I bet you they bring him <laughs> yeah. back. Hey, Francisco in the building. Shout out to Mexico. Said, hey, yeah, better late than never. Uh, watching uh, from the start once you guys are done. Couldn't pay attention uh, to today's NFL news. Just heard about Zendarius. Yeah, yeah, big time move for the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Francisco is a Packers fan, so I know he didn't, he didn't like, he didn't want to see him go, but like, in order to keep certain guys, that's just the nature of the business. You know what I mean? They have, yeah, exactly. they it kept, a, it's, it's a race to four. They kept Devondre Campbell. You know, I mean, that's the real big one. Like, I mean, he just studded out last year. So good move for them to keep him. You know what's awesome? I think because he used to have his hand in the dirt. And then, like, this uh, Joe, uh, Joe, what is his name? Uh, Joe Barry, the, the, the D.C. over there in Green Bay. I was like, you know what? We're going to stand him up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Made all the difference, man. Yeah. Hell yeah, Savage. We know that a lot of teams wanted him, so lucky for them that they were able to come to terms because, yeah, they, they couldn't afford to lose him. Yeah. Their I mean, and, and I feel Francisco's pain because, you know what I'm saying, my Niners, we we lost uh, uh, Lincoln Tomlinson. Yeah, uh, I was just about to say. He's a yeah. badass guard, you know what I mean? And uh, We got Aaron Banks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's out of Notre Dame. He played – his natural position – is is left guard, you know? Left guard. Him, right? He played that in college, right? Yeah. So maybe, maybe that, maybe that's like a nice little band aid, but like that's gonna hurt a lot, you know what I mean? And then of course, he goes over to the Jets, where Mike Lafleur is running that same exact Shanahan right. ripoff system, you know what I mean? So he's gonna slot right in. You know what Shout I mean? out to whoever's shouting us out in the Facebook group. It just says Facebook user. Yeah, man. Shout out to you, Facebook user. You yeah. are. The one <laughs> I could see some shuffling going around, like uh, with Dan Brunskill going to the left side. And, you know, I mean, w w the Niners can 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 make that well, work. Aaron, Aaron, like I said, Aaron Banks is going. We're going to move Aaron Banks to the left. Yeah, no, yeah. That's I'm just saying, happen. like, there, there's a lot that they can play with there uh, to to fill that hole. I think uh, I think eventually they are going to have to find one guy to do the job, or at least you know shore up the line. Uh, they might go after. Uh, I would I wouldn't say real early on in the draft, but you know, kind of uh, mid. Well, Maybe I mean, <laughs> he said not real early. All we got is the second second round, I think. You know what I mean? So, oh, actually, but you know what? We did get a bunch of comp picks that we could morph into, like. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. We got a bunch of comp picks for the uh, the Mike McDaniel signing, man. Shout out. Yep. Shout out to all the minorities out there, man. We, You know what I'm saying? We out here. Yeah. You know and, they, uh, they... and dang it, Ron said, where's my name? He said, that's me. So, I, I think it's it's only in the groups. I don't know why in the groups you have to click on a link and then it allows your profile uh, info to be shared. I ain't gonna lie, I'm not that private. excited that it's Ron now. I was more excited when it was a mystery. Who is it? <laughs> oh, it's just Ronald. 
<laughs> Stu, Stu is so pissed. He said, Stephen Baby Nut Jones, cheap ass uh, MFer, uh, fucked up Randy, <laughs> fucked up Randy, looked like probably losing uh, Vaughn to LA and then lost out on Chandler Jones and Zary Smith. Hey, you know, you just want everybody, don't you? Here's the thing Vaughn, Vaughn Miller, real talk. I think it's just trying to leverage the Rams because he wants to run it back with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. He said they've been good to me. Like, man, he's, he's been nothing but good ever since he's been in L.A. And L.A. is a dope place to live if you're rich, you know? So, yeah, I mean, he's, right. he's going to be living a fun lifestyle in L.A. And if they can go compete again for another Super Bowl, he was only there, what, like seven games, eight games? Well, I mean, I guess without the playoffs. But he's there for like half a season and then makes a Super Bowl run. Man, that's big time. Yeah, I think he got there like late October. Well, Halloweenish, I think, if I remember correctly. Man, got a got a Super Bowl in the AFC, got a Super Bowl in the NFC. Like, man, hey, is Von this... Miller is Von Miller a Hall of Famer? Yeah, he's, oh, he's yeah. got he's got a Super Bowl MVP. He's got all kind of all pros, uh, all pro seasons. Like, he fits the criteria. So, yeah, yeah, first ballot, maybe not. Maybe they, maybe they, maybe they screw him. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, he's a guy that should be in that conversation. And like. He was he was one of the first guys where they were like checking for his outfits, like he's you know what I mean, like <laughs> like I, I remember that Cam Newton, you know, was also one of those guys. But but like I remember Von Miller, right? He was an oppressor, and homie had a raccoon as a hat, bro. Yeah, I remember that shit. <laughs> that hat was tight. The tail came down here like like this, and it, like, I'm never gonna way. have a chance to wear this shit again. I'm wearing it now. <laughs> for real. <laughs> You remember that, bro? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that shit was wild, man. Like, you never seen nobody wearing no raccoon hat. So. <laughs> it was a fucking raccoon hat. He was like, yeah, this is 100% raccoon. I thought he was fucking like, what is that guy? Davy Jones or some shit like that. You, you know feel me? <laughs> he, had, he had to go out there and kill for his, for his wardrobe. And you know what was funny is, like, I went to Nordstrom's, like, after that, like, randomly. And, like, I and seen a, see whole, a whole wall of, like, yeah. those are pretty pimping, man. Like, hey, one look at the, 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 the old Davy Crockett coonskin caps. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, what was it? Uh, when I first started seeing my lady, um, one of the first things she ever got me, it was because I would wear outlandish hats. I'm a fucking Sagittarius, <laughs> you know what I mean? But she got me, it was a rabbit, it was a hat with rabbit fur. Real rabbit fur, it was like an Elmer Fudd joint, you know, where the ears come down. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that shit was legit. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, I'd like to, like, just fucking rabbit fur is the one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so a new Facebook user said, I'm a brand new mystery user that found this show and uh, thinks specifically Ronald, Bogart Scott Free is awesome. Hey, yeah, I love Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then Ron said, uh, How about them, Stu? Straight to the basement. And Antonio said, Hey, the basement is reserved for my Jets. <laughs> hey, listen, the cat here's a good yeah, one. Lifetime seat there, bro. Here's a good one from Jaws. What up, bro? He said, uh, Corduroy Pimp and Patterson, still a thing next year. I think it, only mm. if he stays with Atlanta or it's got to be a hey, team look that's going to use him as a running back. What's his, what's his deal over there? I'm, uh, let me let me see. But I swear he's a, he's a free agent. Yeah, because I could have swore we talked about him on the, on the Playmaker show a couple weeks ago, right? Like, should he, yeah. should he stay or should he go? Yeah, right. And then I think most of us said he should stay unless he gets to a team where he's going to be used like a running back. Because if he goes back to a wide receiver, like might as well kiss his days in the NFL goodbye. 
I mean, look at who was there. It was Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith is a product of my, of, of Matt LaFleur. So, like, I mean, using a running back as a receiver or vice versa is what these motherfuckers do when you come from the Shanahan tree. You know what I mean? Arthur Smith, the coach, as opposed to Arthur Blank, the owner, or Arthur Miller, the old playwright. <laughs> and he got a, a last year, Corduroy Pimpin. It was one year, three mil. That, okay. that was still last year. So I'm assuming that's, a, you know, getting around these veteran minimums, you know, somewhere for his age. If he ends up with Miami or the Jets or uh, – Somehow, I wish that on Miles Gaskin. Bro. No, I'm just saying, like, there's th these are these are different teams that have that system in play. You know what I mean? They have that system in place. You know what I mean? My Niners. That would be fucking annoying. But see, realistically, this was Arthur Smith getting his getting his his uh getting his coaching boots on for the first time. You know what I mean? They're yeah. gonna go after a young running back in his draft more than likely, or they're well, gonna wait. Just picked up uh, Chase Edmonds though. No, no, no. I'm talking about Arthur Smith, like because they're the ones that had corduroy. I know they just no, no. I know, but you you mentioned Miami as yeah, someone yeah. that could because be I'm, just, I'm using as an example of, of of teams who are who run a zone run scheme. You know what I mean? Okay. Because that's what he's coming from. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, but here's what I'm saying: wherever he ends up, he's probably just going to be a, a return man. This was like I think this was like lightning in the bottle. I think you know what I mean. I, I think the only way he stays as a no as a way. running back is if he does resign with the Falcons and they don't get anybody else. Hey man, if they fuck around and get okay, <laughs> if they fuck around and get Watson, bro, I'm going crazy for Corduroy if he's if he's still there. <laughs> oh yeah, oh definitely, hell yeah. I mean, because then it's pretty much right now on paper it's Pitts and Corduroy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I was doing a draft, uh, like a, a long draft earlier, and uh, I can't remember what round I got him in, but I got uh, uh, Corroy Patterson as my uh, fourth running back, just kind of as a gamble, just in case, because if I mean, that yeah. blows up, like, fuck, it's going to be great. Hell yeah. If not, I'll drop him the fucking waiver. Who cares? <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. And, uh, yeah, Chase Edmonds to the Dolphins. I think that's a good sign-in. I don't think it's going to hurt Miles Gaskin either. I just feel like all the uh, all the other C-listers that they have over there, you know, this is to re replace all those guys, get it, get the running back room a little stronger. Well, I think that uh, with Chase Edmonds, he does a lot. Well, I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about Miles Gaskin and, and that that uh, scheme in general, where the the way they use the running backs kind of as like that that you know hybrid uh, running back wide receiver sort of thing. And so I think he makes a, a good um, replacement uh, if if need be for Miles Gaskin. But I, I love Chase Edmonds, and yeah, I do feel like, you know, he could do a good job starting somewhere. But the way that the used running backs we were talking about pace earlier, guy. this this pace talks to the point we were talking about earlier. The way running backs are used now, he yeah, he's, Chase, he's a complimentary Chase back Edmonds like is, that. Exactly. Thank you. He's a complimentary back. There you go. Yeah. He's the guy. I never like, like JD McKissick. I never bought like into that. I never bought into that, that he's going to be the lead guy in Arizona before they got James Conner, even after they got James Conner. He's not built like that. So why would they use him like that? The Chase Bank is closed on Sundays. <laughs> well, he's killer when it comes to change of pace. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's also a guy, like, if you're not really, like, banking on one more than 12, 13 touches, you know, all purpose, right? Yeah. In a, in, a, in a system that's going to have ro a rotating backfield. So, I mean, and, and and here's the thing. 
they brought him in and they gave him a, a, a little bitty bag. You know what I mean? Who's to say after training camp, like guys might get cut too. Like Gaskin still has to like, you know, pick up this system quick. You know what I mean? I mean, for all we know, it could be like Gerald Dokes and Chase Edmonds by the time we get to week one. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You just, uh, you just never know what a new head coach. You know what I mean? Uh-oh, Francisco throwing it out there. said, I like my Yannick Ngakwe pick in WWF 11. Now he's going to the Colts. Thanks, Bogard, for letting me have your pick, he said. You're welcome. I'm just a hell of a guy, ain't I? <laughs> it's funny Jerry's because kind of a bitch you are. He, that was a couple. It wasn't around 11. This was a couple picks ago. No, he just said WWF 11. Oh, 11. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what he said. Yeah, because yeah, this was lead. like a couple rounds. I think it was like last round. What are we in like 20? We're in like 31 right now. Yeah. And, and then it's funny because I go, man, fuck, because I had him on my queue and it's just annoying seeing him there in my column. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I would have so drafted him right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh. What round are we in? Round round 31. You know what though? I'm I'm I, you know, it's funny because right now I have Trey Hendricks, Trey Hendrickson. And then Matt Judon, they're filling up my my DL spots because that's like a cheat code because Matt Matt Judon plays more linebacker than anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like you know, and I want as many linebackers as possible, and, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? or guys with that designation, just because the tackles are going to be the more tackles. than usual. Yeah. Like a good a good uh, a Yannick Ngakwe, I think he had eighteen tackles on the year. You know what I mean? Nine yeah, sacks. You know what I mean? So you're not expect you need the sacks out of him. Right. Yeah. yeah it's okay. kind of like comparing touchdowns and uh, uh, receptions. But but it's also like not expecting those those guys. Like you 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 know what you should expect out of those guys. They're passers. Right. They exactly. gotta hit home. You know what I mean? They're not getting points for hitting the QB, and you know they they get points for sacks. You know what I mean? And then yeah. like you know they're they're trying to get pressure off the edge. Those those type of guys like a, like a Yannick and Gakway. So you know what I mean? Like I'm not expecting tackles. He's not getting. He's not. You know what I mean? He's not in the right. trenches like that. All right. What do you guys think about the Jazz? They've made a crazy amount of moves. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like they were like the Patriots of last year, making all these early moves, going after maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got Christian Kirk going there. I mean, pretty big bag. Evan Ingram going over there. They had a lineman. They had a Foyola Coon. Like. Jags making some moves. So this is what I heard with what happened with the Jags. First of all, I like the comparison about New England, right? Because New England last year, they weren't a draw. So they knew they had to go out there early because they know they're going to get a young QB. So they got to get as many weapons as they can and, and, and overpay some of these guys so they don't go take cheap deals for other teams because they need to build, right? Yeah, so this yeah. is what the Jags – the Jags are in full – I, I, I applaud the Jags. I like what yeah. they're doing. You know what I mean? Sure up the line, sure up their offensive line. You know what I'm saying? They bring it with Brandon Scherf, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then they franchise tag Cam Robinson for what it's worth. You know what I'm saying? Because they just this guy survived through three different uh, regimes now. You know what I mean? So shout out to him. You know what I mean? Um, they got Lavishko on the block. They bring in Christian Kirk. Yep. And this is funny too because they wanted Allen Robinson to make his big return. They wanted Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson was like, nah. They weren't giving them enough bread. So I think as, 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 on a reaction, they might have went like, okay, we can't let Christian Kirk leave the building. Give him all of it. You know what I mean? And He's a also, talented uh, player. 
Shout out to my man Fornicator. He, you know, I was talking to him about this earlier. He he brought up the fact that like in um, going all the way back to college, Lawrence has has a higher uh, completion rating for players out of the slot, and that even carried yeah. over to his first year, which yeah. is probably a, a poor sample size, but it's still a sample size nonetheless. You know what I mean? And like, you know, what did they do? Free agency. This this is the the new regime. They recognize this. They're like, okay. And, and, you know, Doug Peterson is one of the OG analytics guys, right? So he's like, higher percentage in the slot. Go get me Christian Kirk. Give me Evan Ingram. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is like a Shark Tank deal, I'm sure. You know, like, you got to sign this right now. Like, this is like an exploding offer like type oh, yeah. thing. You already know they're going to pin them against that because they don't want them to go field other offers. Fuck no. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, then they still have Marvin Jones. He's just going to play the tree. He played play outside burner. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then they got Zay Jones, you know, got another yeah, guy's going to yeah. be an outside burner. Exactly. So he can rotate in and out, you know what I mean? And he's also like a poor man's Christian Kirk, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Zay Jones, uh, uh, um, he was great. <laughs> who's Christian Kirk a poor, and who's Christian Kirk a poor man's version of? Because he's definitely a poor man's version of someone. Uh, let's see. Let's go with, I'd say he's better Sterling Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like poor man, maybe he's like a, he's a poor man's. Uh, see, because I'm trying to think of all the different slot guys. You know what I mean? I didn't want to say Welker. I don't want to say. Um, I'd say John. I think he's, I, I'd say he's the poor man's John Brown because John Brown he was the guy they moved around the formation. But like John Brown was actually like six two. He was like a bigger dude. You know what I mean? And he could run. He could run four four. Christian Kirk does all that, but he's just a little. He's just a little wee tyke. Crazy. So. Christian Kirk is a poor man's John Brown. Zay Jones is a poor man's uh, Christian Kirk. And John Brown and Zay Jones both played on the same team together and were both kind of shitty and on a shitty team. It all comes full circle. Yeah. And look, yeah, and when they were together with the Bills, right, that was that was the Bills version when they had a young QB and they're not a draw. They're like, grab Zay Jones, <laughs> get me John Brown in free agency. Like, you know what I mean? Teams do this until they start getting back to their winning ways then people want to go there. Then they start making the phone call. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's funny, even on this article that that I, that I have pulled up, it said uh, Zay Jones should be the uh, the number three uh, wide receiver on the Jaguars, which means less opportunities for LaVisca Chanel. He just keeps going farther and farther down the depth chart. The Janky Jr. alert. <laughs> yeah, if you guys uh, – we got we got a new dynasty video coming out. Yeah, those janky juniors for yeah, dynasty. If you, if you guys love the the sophomore slump alert, hey, get ready for the janky junior alert. You're gonna <laughs> love it. You're gonna love it. <laughs> All right, let's see who else do we got to talk about. Uh, oh, how about Russell Gage going to the Bucks? So how does he yeah. mix in over there? Obviously, you know we got um, uh, we got Chris Godwin, we got Mike Evans, and no, yeah, I mean, I mean, after Antonio Brown leaves, yeah, there you go. He's number three right there. Yeah, Antonio Brown's not coming back. That's for of course sure, he's right? not so coming back. You got As I'm saying, now that he's left, games. there you go. We got the and 12 for anybody who, Scotty. So and for like, like anybody who had the Scotty Miller dynasty, you know, right, they, were, they were probably right. like super stoked when Antonio Brown left, you know, because his value moved up a little bit. And then yeah. now with Russell Gage come in, now Scotty Miller just back in the basement once again. Oh yeah, I would say so. 
Uh, Russell Gage is talented, and when they did utilize him uh, for the Falcons, you know he played fairly well. I mean, I mean, he's not he's not a wide receiver one by any means, but he's definitely someone who can come in, you know, and and uh, um, take some attention away from a number one guy, at, at the very least. So, is he? Do you think he's going to be drafted higher than wide receiver thirty six? No, I think he's a double. I think he's a double digit round guy for sure, like eleven, twelve. Yeah. Later rounds. Okay. Sing, single QB, yeah, like around 11, 12, maybe even later. Super flex, maybe even later. Right. Well, that's what I mean, though. Is he going to get into those? Because I, I don't think he's going to be drafted as a wide receiver, too, you know, in the top 24. No. But I think, no. you know, somewhere in the 25 to 36, I mean, people can make a case for him there. But it's like once you get to, you know, wide receiver four territory, I mean, it's all. It's amongst the crapshoots, anyways. It's all bi week filler at that point. Yeah, if you're lucky. I mean, that's kind of what, what Russell Gage has been, right? Yeah. Uh, well, and, I mean, not even that much because you look at last year, he had like two good games. And then, like, after that, it was yeah, just exactly. a, lot of, a lot of nonsense, a lot of yeah. whatever. I think, he finished, I think he finished the year strong, right? I really don't even remember. I was so far off him at that point. And just the Falcons. Yeah, I think whenever when once everybody was gone away from him, then he started he, playing well. <laughs> he was one of the players that that me and you reverse jinx into greatness. Rashad Penny was another one. Like we just yep. kept shitting on them, and then they became a thing. You right. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, Russell Gage and Rashad Penny. <laughs> right. People were like, should I start Russell Gage? I said, fuck no, just drop him. <laughs> I was telling people that shit. And then he started, I, I swear to God, he finished strong, like, maybe the last four weeks. Yeah. yeah I think you're right. He, he had some good weeks at the, at the end there. Hell, yeah. All right. And let's see here. Okay. So, for uh, the Washington set, uh, the stupid commanders, I'm just going to keep calling them Washington. Uh, they released Landon Collins. So it's the end of an era over there. And I feel like he's, he's just lost a step since he's had that Achilles injury. Yeah. I, I feel like he's. So probably he's probably going to be a starter. It just it really depends on where he goes. I mean, he might be one of those guys who's going to start working in on these teams that run a lot of three safety sets. Well, and, yeah. and with, uh, you know, he probably with, ends up if you're, if you're talking about a team like that, he probably goes to Baltimore. I mean, they just they just addressed that too. They they picked up uh, uh, Williams. Williams, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, they that's a team that'll run three. You know what I mean? So it'll be Chuck Clark, Williams, and then maybe Landon Collins. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he's getting up there, and he just he keeps getting. Poor man's Keenan Allen. I like that actually. That's what yeah. I was thinking. That's a perfect one, uh, Ron. Hell yeah! And Ron says he likes Gage. Why do you like Gage? I mean, he just just replaced AB. Yeah, I mean, he's not really as good of a route runner as AB, and who knows if the chemistry is going to be there with Tom he's Brady. He's going to be a replacement for AB, but he's going to take his position as the number yeah. three wide receiver in that uh, on that squad. <laughs> oh, and I thought Atlanta was for sure going to resign him. He was just he was whatever with Atlanta. And speaking of someone who's been whatever, the Giants they go out and sign Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod, yeah. And I that, was great, that was a very great segue. He is going to give Danny Pesos a run for his money. Yeah, they said they said specifically that they signed wording was they signed him to be the backup. Yeah, right. we'll see. Yeah, that's where he's gonna start right now. But 
No, no, you know, but as soon as Pesos, you know, gets taken down by the turf monster, you know. I mean, here's the thing. This is like, this is a real uh, low-hanging fruit here. He played for Buffalo when Dable was in the building. Dable wasn't the OC yet, but that was the, the, the beginning of the Sean McDermott era in Buffalo. Yeah. They, they got to the playoffs with Tyrod. Yep. So he's going to, they were trying to do it. I mean, everyone like myself was included was in uh, assuming that they were going to go after Trubisky, you know what I mean? Because he sat and learned that system for a year, but this is just another, it's the poor man's version of that. And maybe not so much poor man. I mean, what are they paying them? They're paying them a good amount to be a backup, right? Let me go see what the numbers are. Actually, good backups still make like eight, nine million though. Oh yeah. Like the, you know, the veteran, like the savvier veteran guys. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and he's one of the better backups in the league for sure. Yeah. I he, mean, he also, like, you won't nah, have not, to... nah, two years, 11 mil. Okay. So, you, yeah, see, so that, that, see, that's great for him. You know what I mean? For him, yeah. Yeah. I, what, and here's another what, 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 what did Teddy sign for? Teddy's the one, one that's one year, one year, six and a half mil. Okay. okay. So, so, yeah, so it's to the Dolphins. Yeah. A little bit more. The, the the one thing I like about uh, the signing for uh, for for Tyrod Taylor though is, is because that means Danny Dimes is gonna die somehow. Yeah, <laughs> it's just how he doesn't, he doesn't even have to die. He just has to he has to do the same thing that he's always done, and just like now he's actually gonna have a QB who can compete with them a little bit. And yeah, we'll see. All all those uh, we got all those wide receivers who can't really stay healthy over there. Going to be another issue. Okay. Got a running back that can't stay healthy. Another issue. Yeah, the Giants organization in general. I mean, you know, top to bottom is is right now uh, a dumpster fire that I I wouldn't want a part of. Yeah. Who would? Evan Ingram's probably lucky he's got out of there, and now he's going to be like splitting reps with Dan Arnold, maybe even taking over there. You know. I I I, uh, he's gonna, I like he's gonna be I like on, this for Ingram actually. He went from one dumpster fire to another, at least with their executives. The coaching regime, hopefully, this new one is a little bit better. But everyone seems to hate playing for the Jaguars. Um, I was gonna say he went from one shitty organization to the next, but at least at least with Doug Peterson, uh, you know, we, we know Evan Ingram's gonna be on the field a lot. They ran twelve. Right. Per- That's what I'm saying. They ran twelve, per- and it's gonna be him and Dan Arnold. They they run twelve personnel. Yeah. 51% of the time on average with the Eagles when, when Doug Peterson is there. I, I remember saying this because people I, I mean I remember having to know this because you had the likes of Earth and, and Dallas Goddard, and it was really like, okay, just pick your poison. You know what I mean? Yep. Right. Yeah. Because they were both gonna doing, be on that's the field. that's probably what they're doing. They're doing the same thing there. And so so for him, that's gonna be good. Yeah, the organization isn't great, but I, I still feel like it's in better shape than uh you know the Giants inside and out. Yeah, you know what's cool about the the Jaguars organization is their owner is awesome. He's willing to like turn it into gun. match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's never not trying to make a splash. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. they they weren't too uh, too far removed from a couple years ago being Saxonville and going to the AFC title game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they yeah. brought it. They, you know that year they did the same thing that they they did something similar where they brought in a a, a, a veteran. Uh, uh, what was his name? Campbell. Help me out here. Yep, Calais Campbell, right? Calais Campbell. Then they bring in. Uh, they had Young and Gawkway, Young uh, Miles Jack, and then they had. They brought in a uh, uh, Barry Church. 
and, and at safety coming over from the Cowboys. And then they brought over what's his name, bro? AJ Boye from the division rival. Yeah. And, then, and he was opposite of of a of a, 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 a what was it? A sophomore Jalen Ramsey. And that shit was crazy, bro. Hell yeah. Let's see. I mean, and Shad, and Shad Khan son Tony runs uh, what I consider to be now the best wrestling uh, federation uh, going today at AEW. Oh yeah, bringing it back to the Austin three sixteen wrestling shit. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, and uh, for those who don't know, we're gonna be. We will. I already have a YouTube channel. It's called Attitude Era Rules. I haven't done too much, but we're going to start doing a little bit more on there. I'm throwing the link in the chat right now. Make sure you go subscribe over there because uh, a lot of the stuff, it's going to be old school promos that we like. Uh, the only video that's on there right now is the Rock uh, Nation of Domination uh, promo video. But we're, we're going to get a lot. And, you know, we, we're going to get we got to get in some Razor Ramon stuff, you know, up oh, yeah. there. That's going to be the next, Razor next stuff entry for sure. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the bad guy. Yeah, for those who don't know, Razor Ramon, R.I.P. That's right. And for those of you uh, who are going to be tuning in tomorrow for The Circle, I think some of us, at least, if not all of us, are going to be doing a little tribute there, too. Definitely. Oh, yeah. And uh, He's going to be one of the topics, right? Oh, we haven't haven't wrote the show sheet yet. Yeah, we're doing that after Yeah, we're we're definitely writing... We're writing him into one of the one of the debates for sure. Oh, definitely for sure. Hell yeah! And uh, Bogey, why don't you let him know about uh, tonight's show? Oh yeah, tonight starts off. Uh, it's the second annual, and last year we did it. We did it, and it was so nice. We had to do it thrice, man. And I'm talking about we got the next couple weeks. Maybe we're gonna do maybe three or four of these motherfuckers. It's the real fantasy playmakers March Madness Bracketology, and tonight. We're bringing you the Sweet Sixteen all-time gangster movies, and we're gonna be we're gonna be pinning the brackets against each other. And as a panel, we're gonna be and 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 the chat, we're gonna decide who moves up in the next brackets. And we're going all the way until we have the best gangster movie of all time, according to the Real Fantasy Playmakers March Madness bracketology. All right, and as of right now, so we need more votes. We need everybody get out there and vote, vote or die, motherfuckers. We're gonna bring that all the way back because as That's of right. right now, here's the hashtag. List. Hey, hashtag Tyrant Gang. You know where to find it. Go in there and vote. We got the top sixteen movies as of right now. We got this is all from one to sixteen. We got Goodfellas, Casino, yeah. Godfather, Pulp Fiction, Godfather Part Two. Reservoir Dogs, American Gangster, Training Day, Scarface, Gangs of New York, Departed, A Bronx Tale, Menace to Society, King of New York, Boys in the Hood, and Boondock Saints. That's one of the ones I forgot about to add. I'm glad someone added Boondock Saints. Yeah, it was was Ron. It was Ron who brought up that one. It's shit, Ron. Yeah, there's a couple on here because I added a bunch. One that Ron called me out on adding was uh, Point Break. And just because it's a surfer gang doesn't mean that's not a gangster movie. Hey, man, they, 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 they're banging, bro. Hey, what about Kill Bill? Gang, then? Does that count? Who? I mean, that, that's a Japanese gang, right? <laughs> exactly. Kill Bill. It's a, it's about Japanese gangs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, here, here's the thing, though. It's going to... Those are going to... 
They're not going to stand a chance against this 16 right here. Yeah, no. probably not. Goodfellas is, is my all-time favorite, I'd say. I, I, I don't know. That and Pulp Fiction are, are right there. We need to get paid in full on this. Paid in full is just one vote out. Come on, guys. Go vote on paid in full. Bogart didn't Don't even worry, vote. Don't worry. I'm about to vote. I haven't voted yet. I'm yeah, about to swing. Vote, I'm about Bogart. to curb it. Go vote. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to curb it in my I'm about to. I'm about to fix. I'm about to rig the election. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need everybody to go vote. We need more and more votes in here. But, yeah, as of right now, the top 16 are pretty clear. Um but, uh, but yeah, once we get some bogey votes in here, shit is going to change. And Ron said Pulp Fiction number one. I mean, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Pulp Fiction is going to at least make the final four in this uh, in this oh, yeah. bracket. Pulp, Pulp Fiction and the Goodfellas, Godfather, and Casino. There's your final four. Shit, Godfather I mean, part two is a bad motherfucker, too, though. Part two. I mean. Yeah, I like part yeah. two and part one. Part three is where it's like, yeah. But one I can care for less sure. for the part three. Yeah. All right. Godfather one is dope too. I oh yeah. All right. I'm already hyped about this. So that's gonna be tonight, six thirty Pacific, nine thirty Eastern. So Antonio, if you're still here, you better stay up for this one. I know you got to work early in the morning, but you guys better stay. Hey Antonio, up. I'll, I'll call in a bomb threat. Just give me the name and the address. <laughs> He's I'll on clear that building really fast. Ain't nobody going to work. He's moving. It's got to be a whole block. He's on the truck. <laughs> yeah, look at the big brain on Brad. You're a smart motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, Antonio said I'll be up. I knew you were here. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're going to save all that for tonight cuz I can start talking about this all night. We're we're going to we're going to break down these movies and we're going to have to nitpick a little bit. I, I totally wish I could be a part of this guys. I, I really do cuz it sounds fun as shit. Is gonna be fun, I mean, bro. Bro, if you want to get on, you on, bro. We need a panel. Hey, I, I, I would if I could, but I gotta make some money. I gotta go out and drive. Oh yeah, man. That's hey. Listen, we all gotta be driven to get this bag, baby. That's yeah. right. Let's go. <laughs> and Antonio said you gotta call in a bomb threat for the whole town, Bogard. <laughs> I said, I said the whole town. What? what? Oh, the whole city. What? The, the whole nation. What? What? We're going to war. What? Reversing Mars. What? Earth versus the whole universe. What? Earth is my turf. What? Universe, give me money. What? Tune in live tonight. What? Austin 316 day. What? One time, uh, uh, I was, uh, I worked the floor at uh, this place, uh, called wholesale merchant services. They did, they do like, you know, uh, credit card machines and shit. Right. And so, so we, we make phone calls trying to book our, our guys to sell shit. Now I became one of the floor supervisors, but my thing that I did every morning is I, is I got, as I came up and I would just do a different wrestler and do a fucking promotion, but I just like make it about the credit card processing or whatever. And, and this one guy we hired, look, they shit you not exactly like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Guy had never watched wrestling in his life. And I'm like, dude, you got to be Stone Cold. And I, this is when uh, Stone Cold and Triple H were a pair. I'm like, I'll be Triple H. You'll be Stone Cold. We're going to do a thing and in the morning. He's like, all right. So he didn't know how to, how to do the Stone Cold thing. And so I'm like, so I'm like, you have to say like, 
because uh, uh, you know we we book appointments. So I was like, uh, you know, WMS three sixteen says oh, I just booked your ass, and I started yeah. telling him to say that, but he couldn't get how to do it. So he so so the way that he figured it out because he's like, they, they just booked your ass or or your ass. I'm like, no 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 no, you got to do it this way. He's like, oh, so it's like giraffes. I just booked giraffes like that, <laughs> like that. So I just booked your ass. There you go. You got it. I like it. It's a dumb story. I'm sorry, but it, it just reminded me of that. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And Ronald said, "Tyrant sounds like sloth from the Goonies." Hey, you guys. <laughs> Baby Roof. <laughs> Baby Roof. Baby Roof. We're getting the hell up out of here. Under over, like I'd say, like uh, I'd say 140 what? Dude, there's so many. Like we, we have no idea how many. We might have broke 200. Hell yeah! Here yeah, it's going down. Quick, go hashtag Tyrant Gang. Go check me out on YouTube, uh, the Fantasy Tyrant. For those who haven't yet, you know, subscribe on there. I, I'm telling you, you were Bogey. You were talking about March Madness. I've got my own March Madness coming in next week or so. I've got uh, you know. Four, uh, all, like all four like main, you know, positions: running back, QB, uh, wide receiver, tight end. All right, I'm doing dynasty tiers. Okay, so go check that out. One for each day next week. It's gonna be fucking madness. I'm telling you, March Madness, dynasty tiers, the fantasy tyrant. Check it out. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys tonight on the Playmakers. Peace out. Later. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Know the stat quo, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of east side.